Hello, and welcome back to another episode of the Movie Grader and Friends podcast. Your weekly, or semi-weekly, or semi-monthly podcast talking about all of the latest movies in the theaters today. I am Billy, the Movie Grader, and in this episode, Melissa, Travis, and I will be covering a few of the latest releases to theaters. This episode covers Steven Spielberg's West Side Story, Licorice Pizza, Spider-Man No Way Home, American Underdog, The Matrix Resurrections, and the new Scream movie. <clears throat> Sit back, put on some headphones, grab some popcorn, and figure out if you're a jet or a shark as we round out, round out the rest of the holiday movies. Let's kick off this episode with West Side Story. Good this, grief, it's been that long. It has been a while. We apologize. <laughs> Scheduling is, um, I don't know, difficult? <laughs> New Year, new podcast. Exactly. (laughs) We're going to try to be more regular about this, but we'll see. (laughs) No promises. This this remake of West Side Story was directed by Steven Spielberg, of course. It stars Ansel Elgort, Rachel Zegler, and Ariana DeBose. It was released to theaters back on December 10th, 2021. Per IMDb, the, the classic plot is as follows. An adaptation of the 1957 musical, West Side Story explores forbidden love and the rivalry between the Jets and the Sharks, two teenage street gangs of different ethnic backgrounds. All right. I forget who even saw this. I know I did. Oh, I think we all did. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I was definitely, I was there opening night for this one. Yeah, well, so was I. I was also there opening night. I was too. I can't remember. Billy Madden, you're getting old. To pull back the curtain on this, we're we're recording this episode on January 15th, 2022. Yeah, so at this point, if you haven't seen it... It's been a minute. Yeah. Um, I'll go ahead and start. This was another one of those that I was highly waiting for and very excited um, to see. As we all know, Melissa loves her musicals. Yes. And I... You know, I knew I had heard of what, like, the story was. I don't think I ever actually knew what the premise of it is. I mean, I knew some of the songs, like Maria and, like, some of those songs. But, like, I didn't realize what it truly was about. And I loved it. I absolutely loved it. Um, I think my favorite thing, and this is not a spoiler alert because it was all over the Internet, the (laughs) fact that. Steven Spielberg made Rena, Rita Moreno's role specifically for her so she can be in this movie. Yeah. Um, I thought it was amazing. I thought it was so well done. I love the music. And yeah, it was amazing. Yeah. Travis? Yeah. Uh, uh, this one I was really looking forward to as well. Um, I'm, a, uh, I'm a big musical theater geek in general. I was a theater major in college so i know sure. i know the, i know the original show very well i know uh-huh. the original movie um uh, got to see the original movie at the academy a few years back at the the uh, reunion screening which with some of the surviving cast members which was amazing oh wow. um uh yeah this uh th- this adaptation i really enjoyed a lot it really and uh it's uh 
honestly, in many ways, like, because a lot of people were given a kind of flack because they're saying, well, the, the original film was so perfect. Why would you remake it? And I just kind of lo look at it as uh, like this is sort of a revival, kind of like how musicals sure. get revived on Broadway, you know, like after so many years, they returned and they end up, a lot of times end up sweeping Tony Awards. This is the same case here, I think. Like, I feel uh -huh. like this is definitely an award worthy picture. Um, all of the cast was great. Uh, like Melissa was saying with Rita Moreno, uh, how um, uh, she actually replaced uh, the character Doc from the original musical. Uh, they made her character Valentina Doc's uh, oh. widow. Uh, which uh, for this version, which was a little different, but um, I loved it. I love that they gave her the song somewhere, which is or, or, originally that was sung by uh, Tony and Maria, but in this version, it's sung by her. I thought that was really she did a good job. <laughs> yeah, it was um, just everything. Everything about the movie was great. I thought everyone really nailed their marks, especially Rachel Zegler as uh, Maria. This is like her first. She did a really good role. job. I have to give it to her. Yeah, she did. I th I honestly I, I hope. Uh, I hope she at least gets nominated for best actress because she really, she really brought. What? <laughs> I didn't move. Now you sound muffled. <laughs> oh my gosh, is that better? Technical difficulties, folks. Technical difficulties. <laughs> All the right. boys pick on me. Leave me alone. <laughs> All right. I was cold. I had to grab a blanket. I'm sorry. <laughs> my personal experience with this movie. Okay. Um. I admittedly have never fully seen the original. I've only seen half of it because, I don't know, it's a commitment, and I don't know, I, I was busy when I was trying to watch it. I don't know. I had something else. Billy makes excuses. <laughs> just be, you know, and just say you didn't want to see it. No, I did. I enjoyed what I saw of it. So, like, I was totally down to, you know, go see the, the remake and and because uh, I didn't know how it ended. I mean, I knew it was like Romeo and Juliet and like that was all fine and dandy but uh I mean, honestly I I didn't think it was that great <laughs> I'm sorry <laughs> it was like I mean the performances were good and all that but like I don't know I I it felt a little too long for me I mean I Rita Moreno did great and um yeah just Rachel Zedler, I think she stole the show, to be honest. I thought she was the best out of everybody. But I just, I don't know, it didn't it didn't grab me. I mean, like, it was, I mean, the, stylistically it was cool. Like, you know, he put some kind of, like, I don't know, some kind of, like, filter on the movie, it looked like, to make it look like it was old, but, like, new. I don't know, I don't know how to describe it. That was kind of weird for me. I mean, but uh, the, I thought the choreography, choreographing was done, you know, really well i mean as far as like the dancing scenes and and i guess like the choreographed fights <laughs> i mean the rumbles you would, what they would call it but yeah it was it was just it was it was okay for me i mean it's i know it's a classic and i i guess i should go back and watch the original to the end to see how it you know how it ends i'm pretty sure it ends the same way as this one did but um yeah, that's my that's my take on it. <laughs> Melissa, you want to grade it? I'd give it like an A minus. Travis, uh, personally, I'd give it an A plus. I thought it stood pretty much on par with the original. Honestly, <laughs> <laughs> uh, put away your pitchforks. I'm giving it like a C. <laughs> I'm sorry, right on, I'm sorry, man. I'm sorry. Peaches it, was, up. Peaches it, up. it was just, uh, it was just 
okay for me. It was just average. I'm sorry. I'm sure. I'm sure the Oscars are gonna praise it, praise it, praise it, and if those that very, very well me, very well may be valid, but like to me, it was just. Eh. <laughs> All right. So, uh, should we move on to licorice pizza? Yes. No. See, this one is fresh in my head since I just saw it an hour ago. Exactly. All right. Lic- Licorice Pizza was directed by Paul Thomas Anderson. It stars Alana Haim and Cooper Hoffman. It was released to theaters back on Christmas Day, 2021. Per IMDb, the plot is as follows: It is the story of Alana Kane and Gr- Gary Valentine growing up running around and going through the treacherous navigation of first love in the San Fernando Valley in 1973. All right. Who wants to go first? Uh, I'll go. Um, uh, Bill, oh, Bill and I, you actually, you actually, you and I actually saw this together. Yeah. Uh, we had was, pop-up uh, experience. Yeah. We went to the, um, uh, we actually got to see it a little of uh, the, one of the benefits of living in LA. Uh, we got to see it a little bit earlier than the rest of the country. Cause it was playing here for, uh, for about a month in advance, it felt like what, a, a week or two before it opened. Yeah, I think it was. yeah, before the nationwide release. Yeah, yeah it was playing here at the uh, at the historic uh, Westwood Village Theater, um, and they had a little uh, pop up experience next door where you could play some of the Fat Bernie's pinball machines. Yep. <laughs> and it, it was cool. It was really a lot of fun. But uh, for the movie itself, uh, I I really enjoyed it. I am a big P.T. Anderson fan. Uh, uh, going back to like Boogie Nights and Magnolia and all those great movies that we love from the 90s, early 2000s. Uh, this um, this one was also really good. It's, uh, it doesn't really, um, I will say it doesn't really have much of a plot. It's just yeah. kind of a, just kind of a coming of age story. It's true. Yeah. Unless yeah. you're muffled again. I didn't move. There you go. <laughs> and just stand perfectly still, Melissa. Perfectly still. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, I, re- I really enjoyed it for what it was. Um, uh, everyone in the cast was great. I wasn't very familiar with either of the two leads at first, but right. um, but I definitely want to see more of them, especially Alana. I thought she really stole the show. I think yeah, she, she did uh, a great she, job. Yeah, she, she's probably going to be up for an Oscar as well. And also, interestingly, uh, um, you pointed out to me her uh, her entire family yep. was in the movie as well. They they played essentially themselves. Yeah, <laughs> like like yeah. her for her real life family plays her family in the movies. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Which... But um, but yeah, um, it was it was really good. Not really too much of a plot. Just kind of seventies in the valley. That's mm. really all this. <laughs> but yeah, but, I mean, it was, <laughs> it, was good. it was enjoyable stylistically. It was cool. Uh, there were some tense moments in it. Um, uh, particularly that that uh, like when the truck is going down the hill. Yeah. <laughs> yeah without, without without spoiling too much, but yeah, yeah it's, uh, I, I dug it. I thought it was cool. Yeah, it's it was it was I, I enjoyed it a lot too. I mean, I I was actually hoping that it would uh, feature like the valley more than like what the trailer led on to it because it didn't really do that that much. It it focused mainly on the relationship of um, Alana and Gary, which was, you know, I guess weird, you know, given their age difference. And, yeah, you know. let's not go there because that's <laughs> probably the biggest thing that bugged me in the movie. Yeah, that was that turned me off a little bit, too. I didn't like that was like a huge thing choice. for me. Yeah, that was kind <laughs> of strange. But like, yeah. I, 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 I put that in the back of my mind and I'm like, yeah, no, I'm just going to enjoy not this. For me. Sorry. <laughs> Like that, but that was probably the thing that bugged me yeah, the most. But, and then 
Sorry, go ahead and finish yeah. it now. And then, yeah, and then, like, I did enjoy the whole style of it. I mean, like, it was, you know, I wasn't alive in 1973. But if I had... None a- of us were, thank you. Even me, I was still... Not around yet, thanks. <laughs> I wasn't trying to infer anything. <laughs> we all know I'm old, but go ahead. <laughs> okay, so anyways, I, I mean, I did enjoy, like, it was just like a slice of life movie. Like Travis says, there really isn't a plot to it. You're just kind of going along along for the ride with, you know, alongside of their relationship, which isn't really the total focus of the movie. Because let's be honest, the movie doesn't really have a focus. <laughs> it's it's it, it's kind of all over the place. But it it was it was it was it was well done. I I enjoyed it more than I thought I would, and uh, I yeah I, I liked it. Is it my turn now? Go for it. So I was very impressed and proud of myself because I did not fall asleep once in the movie, which is a huge accomplishment for me. So let's just say that. Um, the old lady that was sitting next to me kept dozing off. A <laughs> um, couple things um, that I found that I found interesting is some of the cast that was in there. Like I have to go back and look, but the one of the older characters, I can't remember who it was, is actually it's George DiCaprio. It's Leonardo's father. Yeah. Um, and then interesting. And then um, Steven Spielberg's daughter. I think it was either Sasha or something with an S. I have to go back and look. She was in it. She was one of the Tiny Todd's or Tiny Toes um, workers. Oh, um, yeah. I thought that was kind of cool. And then seeing, what's your name, um, from Saturday Night Live. What can I think of her name? Uh, Maya Rudolph. Maya Thank Rudolph. you, Maya Rudolph. I'm like, yeah. I, yeah. I'm like, couldn't think of her name. She's always I mean, good. I'm not, she I'm is, not a I fan mean, of hers. <laughs> I, like I mean, her, I but... like, like, kind of like you both said, like, there was no plot. Like, the two of you, mainly Billy, has been on my you know what, to go see this movie, but I am very picky with theater I go to, so when it finally came to the one that I like, I'm like, oh, might as well go see it, then I can talk about it with, you know, with you guys on the podcast. I mean, it was good. I mean, yeah, I mean, I think some of this stuff, it's like, some of this, like, how do I put this, I don't want to spoil it, but like, his odd jobs, like, a lot of that bugged me as well, because at 15 years old, you're not really going to be able to do all of this. So I feel like all the different like gigs or like if well, you want to call it, it that, I think it, I think it was plausible. Yeah, not I, mean, I think for for the time, I think it. Pro- I mean yeah. today, yeah, definitely, you're absolutely right. But I think yeah. probably for the time, back it was then, okay, yeah, probably, yeah, maybe in the 70s. Then. And then I think also for me, it's all like the just certain little, other little things. It's just like. I think for me, the biggest thing is that whole weird age thing. And I think that's what bugged me the most about it. Just because, I don't know, like, it's just, and then I know back in the 70s, it wasn't, <coughs> excuse me, so much of a thing um, in there. But I mean, it it was done. I mean, I, uh, you know, like Bradley Cooper's little weird little, thing and the whole Barbara Streisand trying to get him to yeah. pronounce her last name. That was he, kind of funny. He's playing an actual person. John Peters is yeah. an actual person. Well, that I know that. Yeah. I mean, no, I know I that. Just, I mean, I, I, I think that's her very know. first like yeah, that's her know. very first yeah. I think boyfriend, husband, whoever. I don't know. 
but yeah, yeah, yeah. I just I just wanted to note that for our listeners, like when you watch this movie, like that is a real person. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, John Peters. Who I'm, I'm sorry, but you know. Um, but yeah, it was it was interesting, and then and also too, like I, I got to say, like you know, if you do live in the valley, like you will recognize some spots that they used for filming in in the movie, and I don't want to spoil anything, but the um, the golf course scene where you know, oh yeah that bugged me well whatever the golf course scene is filmed literally right across from my work that's the van nuys golf course oh is it little fun fact oh, yeah. no way that's amazing yeah yeah so and apparently like it was filmed while we were working from home so we never got to see any of it or else we would have <laughs> but oh, i don't get it. then again it was at night so probably not but but uh but it is cool. I mean, it, it's all it's all rooted from the valley. That the fun fact. I mean, you guys know this, but maybe our, all of our listeners don't. But the Heim six, family, all, all six of them. Yeah, exactly. The Heim family actually, you know, they I guess they can contribute some of their stardom. I guess you could say to the Saint Saint Francis de Sales Festival because long ago they actually performed as a family band called the rockin himes then of course they broke off they they left their parents and uh they just performed as heim and then all of a sudden they they're like mega stars and like i never really knew alana but i knew um esti and uh, her mom then i got to i got to talk to them and they're all wonderful people so uh it was cool to see them in a, you know in this movie and it was fun because it was you know rooted in the san fernando valley you know, probably a lot of people don't give a hoot if you don't live in the San Fernando Valley, but if you do, it's kind of cool and it adds it adds a little flair to the story, I guess you could say. And I get, I think the other thing that kind of bugged me, and I know like I need to let this go because that was like the time and the era back in the seventies, but when they kept like making the comment about her Jewish nose, like and like things like that, like I don't know why, but that just kind of bugged me a little bit. And yeah. like, and I know like it was something stupid, but again, I'm like I don't. Melissa. Huh? You were muffled again. Sorry. There you go. Perfect. I don't know why how it keeps moving. Like I really don't get it. But anyways, <laughs> whatever. <laughs> um, I mean that was I think my thing also, and just like little like tidbits and stuff. It's just like I don't know. I saw it. You know. There you go. But. Yeah, I think she'll be nominated. I hope so. No, I think well, she'll definitely be nominated because I know she was nominated for a Golden Globe. Yeah. But, I mean, I definitely think she's going to be nominated. I don't know if she, you know, she's going to go against some other big oh, yeah. thing. To be honest, I really think if if they if they go against each other, I really think that Rachel Ziegler is going to win. Yeah, I would I would have to agree. So, we'll should we, should right. we grade yeah, it? I'll go first so you guys yeah, can boo on me later. Go ahead and grade it. <laughs> I would give this probably a C, C minus. Sorry. Whatever, Travis. <laughs> um, uh, I'd give it a little more than that. I'd give it about a B. I mean, it, it wasn't my favorite of his films, but I, I really did enjoy it. So I'd, yeah, I'd give it a solid, I, I would agree. Solid B as well. Sounds, sounds good. Shall we move on to one of the biggest movies of the year? Spider-Man? What movie is that? I'm sorry, what? 
<laughs> I don't know. It's some dude who got bit by a spider. Huh? Sounds pretty lame. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, ale- allegedly, it's more than just one dude that's been bit by a that's spider. That's true. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. At this point, you know, again, it's another movie that's been out for a while. If we happen to let a spoiler or two out, it's okay. Yeah, if you enough, haven't seen Spider-Man yeah. No Way Home by now, you are one pathetic loser. Exactly. So, because yes, exactly. Don't alienate the audience, Billy. Exactly. <laughs> we all we all know that our audience is the three of us when we go back and listen to it. <laughs> Right, Spider-Man No Way Home was directed by John Watts. It stars Tom Holland and Zendaya. It was released to theaters back on December 17th, 2021. Per IMDb, the plot is as follows. With Spider-Man's identity now revealed, Peter asks Doctor Strange for help. When a spell goes wrong, dangerous foes from other worlds start to appear, forcing Peter to discover what it truly means to be Spider-Man. Who wants to go first? Uh, I'll go. <laughs> freaking, okay, so this movie, I mean, I know I'm going to get a lot of hate from the the film snob community, I guess, but this is my favorite movie of the year. Like, this made me feel like I was 10, 12, 15 again watching Spider-Man on the big screen for the first time. Like it, it took me right back to that. It took, me back to, it took me back to my uh, late high school or the college years watching the, the rebooted version. And then again, you know, just a few years ago with the Tom Holland version, like it just, it, sure. it really brought everything together. All of the, all of the villains that we knew from before, uh, Willem Dafoe's Green Goblin, Alfred Milliam as Dr. Octopus. Yep. Um, uh, Reese Fonz is back as the lizard. Thomas Hayden Church is Sandman. Yeah. Jamie Fox is Electro. Mm-hmm. Oh. It just it, the everyone that you could possibly want to yeah. see in this movie was in it, and it was <laughs> so it was good. Perfect. Yeah, so just good. every everything about mm-hmm. it was perfect. I screamed, I cried, I laughed, I just, everything cheered, mm-hmm. just uh, all the way to the post credits. It was yeah. wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I agree. I agree. I mean. I really enjoyed it. I mean, it was just, I, I hate to use the word porn before, but it's, <laughs> it's, for us it's, Marvel fans. Yeah, I mean, it's, yeah. I, I think it's, a, I think it's the appropriate word to use. <laughs> it, it was just so much fun. I, mean, mm-hmm. I, I just had the biggest grin ear to ear from start to finish and i i yeah it was it was one of my favorite movies of the year too i mean it's i mean i, I would say it's it's right right behind i would say i, I gotta say ghostbusters afterlife is my, yeah. was my favorite movie of the year but this comes in right at number two i think because it was just oh so good <laughs> okay yes so can i say my favorite part since everybody um has seen it and if not too bad it's your loss no, we're no yeah, Go for it. Too bad. We're we're gonna spoil it. At this point, if you haven't seen it, you're not a true Marvel fan. Um, <laughs> my like, okay. So my favorite things that I loved is because we know at some point that um, Ned is turning into what? What's the thing he's supposedly turning into? What villain? Ned? The Hobgoblin. Hobgoblin. Yeah, thank you, the Hobgoblin. I love the fact that he's the one that brought all of the Peters back. Mm-hmm. Um, that was one of my favorites. Yeah, um, and then I just love um, a couple of different things. My other favorite, 
and I think this is everybody's favorite scene when they're in the classroom and Ned is like, Peter, and they all three go, what? And he goes, yeah. Peter Parker. And they all go three go, what? <laughs> like, <laughs> like that was like my favorite. And then when they when they were also teasing um when Andrew was teasing um Toby about being what what did they what did he call him? The minister Spider-Man oh, or something? Um, yeah, it was oh shit. Oh shoot. Um I, I forget. Yeah, forget. but whatever that like they were making fun of him for dressing old. Oh, yeah. about well, where's your where's your you know you know your your cost or whatever. That was like my thing. I also like loved kind of how they they uh, shared their like own kind of like I don't say demons, but like their backstory. Yeah. And like um I think my other favorite was the whole like when um who who was the one that had MJ? Was that Toby or was that Andrew? Who's whose girlfriend was MJ? MJ is it was uh all of them, wasn't it? No, because Gwen was one. Because oh. Kristen Dunst was one. Oh. I want to say I, I whatever, but oh. I just thought it was. I just thought it was funny when he's like when they were like MJ and they were like, yeah, I know it's confusing. Yes. Um, but I also really liked that at the you know that once you know towards the end how Andrew and we all knew it was going to happen was going to be the one that caught her to get of course you know closure on that. Um, mm -hmm. I loved it. Like you know, up until probably maybe ten years ago, I was not a huge comic book person. Mm -hmm. um, not really into any, any of these things um, but I kind of have to kind of agree I think this was one of my favorite um, ones I also thought it was really cool that William Defoe um, did all his own stunts at 60 something years old yeah he's a badass yeah, he like, is a badass. he straight up said you know I'll come back but I gotta do my own stunts now, like, what was what was shocking to me about that is uh, a lot on a, a lot of these movies, like it's not really a case of the actor not wanting to do it. It's a case of like you know the the studio won't let them because of yeah, hurt and because, yeah. The production behind. But of course, like, no, no, but that but they let this happen. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. and I yeah. think you know my other favorite was the um, something about I can't remember what it was like. Oh, there's something about working together, and you know Tom was like. Something I I'm good at working with the team. I I've been with the Avengers and they're like, what is that like a band or something? Oh yeah. <laughs> I was yeah like yeah, some yeah, of, they haven't heard of the Avengers and that was pretty funny. <laughs> yeah, I'm like and just some of it like the dad jokes in it, which just made me made me laugh. Like just some of the like this randomness and it's just like just some of the puns was just were just really funny. And I'm just yeah, I'm funny. I'm very excited to see how they're gonna incorporate the next one because of how they ended it you know it's like okay well, where are they going to go from here yeah it's it's very interesting but uh, i i can't wait to find out i'll be there yeah. for the next one <laughs> and the next one and the next one <laughs> right i mean and, and a little side note because we're all crazy geeky people we all got the nft thing for seeing this movie Yes. Oh, yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I still need to redeem mine. I, you better oh, you do it. You haven't redeemed it yet. I better. You do better because you might lose it after a while. Yeah, that could. Yeah, that could. That could be worth some money one day. Yeah. You, you I never know. I, I still don't know how these things work, but if, if nor do I. Wants, <laughs> nor do I. But it's a cool little thing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, I don't understand how it all works, but I know that I have one. And if you're listening, you probably don't. So nana nana na boo boo. <laughs> <laughs> pay him a million dollars for it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
Oh my god. All right, so Melissa, you want to grade it? I'll give it an A plus 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 plus. Travis? The same. hundred and ten percent across yeah. the board. Amazing. I'm right there with you. A plus 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 plus. Awesome. All right. Now moving on to American Underdog. And Travis, I don't think you saw this, right? Uh, no, this one I still okay. haven't gotten a chance to see. I want to, but I still haven't gotten to. All right. Well, Melissa and I saw it, so let's see. I, I did. Yeah, didn't you? Yeah, I know. I'm being a that's smart a, ass. Sorry. That's what I thought. <laughs> okay. I'm taking. Give me a technical difficulty break. Hold on. What? Need a drink. All right. American Underdog was directed by brothers Andrew and John Irwin. It stars Zachary Levy. Anna Paquin and Hayden Zahler. It was also released to theaters back on Christmas Day 2021. Per IMDb, the plot is as follows. The story of NFL MVP and Hall of Fame quarterback Kurt Warner, who went from stocking shelves at a supermarket to becoming an American football star. Oh my god, this all this to me was one of my favorite movies of the year, too. This was I, I agree with you on this 100%. <laughs> This um, is probably like coming in at number three. This was so freaking good. Can <laughs> I start? Yeah, go for it. Okay, hold on. I got to pull up the synopsis. Sorry, give me a second. Um, <laughs> what? I just want to hold on. Sorry. Um, mm-hmm. I loved it. I mean, I knew who Kurt, Kurt Warner was. Like, I'm not a huge football person, but I've heard and I knew, especially just because uh, he played for some, you know, little team out here called the Cardinals. Um, uh huh. That unfortunately will probably lose on Monday. Sorry, um, but uh, I loved it. I don't think you never really you don't realize like in a way kind of what his life was like. Like you know, like his stepson and um, being special needs and just like and just that relationship that they had. Yeah, I had no just, idea either. Yeah, and just like well, and then the craziest thing is they go on to have seven children. I don't know how yeah. many of them. Or the, I, I never looked to see how many of them are actually theirs or yeah, they're, if, they're just heroes <laughs> or just adopted or what. But like, I loved it. I mean, I thought Anna Paquin did an amazing job. Oh, phenomenal. Uh, she definitely needs to be nominated because for supporting actors, she was amazing. Um, I mean, absolutely. So is Zachary Levy. I mean, I love him. Like he's just, uh, it was everybody. Just, everybody was just perfect in it. Top you know, now for me, what, what throws me off is like, we don't realize it, but what was it? Not Dennis. It, no, was it Dennis Quaid? That was it. No, yeah, who was the? It was Dennis Quaid. Yeah. Um, and then um, I can't remember his name, but from um, let me go look him up. From Rizzoli and Isles, he played the other coach. Um, let me go look him up. Hold on. Go ahead and talk, Billy. Oh, oh yeah. Well, yeah. Well, one of them played uh, Steve Mariucci, who who actually cut him from the Packers. And it's inter- interesting to see why he got cut. He kind of cut himself. But <laughs> anyways, you watch the movie, you'll see that. And, I mean, this movie was just phenomenal. It doesn't even matter if you're a sports fan or not. This movie is for you. I mean, the message that, that Kurt and his wife give just by being just complete, amazing human beings to help the greater good of the world by just 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 being in sec- exceptional human beings. I mean, I had no idea um, how good of a person Kurt Warner is until I saw this movie. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, the guy is humble as all hell. And, like, I, I'll never forget the Super Bowl he won with the Rams, which, you know, which is how the movie ends. But 
um, <laughs> I'll never forget. I was down at my neighbor Benny's house, and uh, the, the Rams had to make a comeback in the game. They were they were down, and um, so they, no, sorry, not the Rams. The um, the Titans were were I think I believe the Titans were down in the game, and by by a good margin. So Jamie Benny, and I I can't remember who else was watching it with us, but they. They bailed at halftime to go shoot uh, uh, golf balls down at the at the at the golf uh, at the golf uh, golfing range shooting range uh, down the street, and like you know this is like before cell phones and stuff. So <laughs> I was you know uh, I, w- I was watching the game by myself, and the Titans were starting to make this incredible comeback. And like I, you know, this was before cell phones, so I couldn't you know dial Jamie up and go, hey, you got to get back here. This is turning into an incredible game and you know of course like you know titans ended up coming up short but oh my god what a football game that was and what a what a great football movie this game football movie this was this is again i mean for me a plus 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 oh yeah sorry i'm looking sorry i'm looking up his kids and and the last two are twins so he's got you know twins and then I know the first two, I think, Zachary, and then her name is Jada Jill. Those were her kids. And then I think they had, so they had five together, it looks like. Mm-hmm. Right. But, yeah, but like you said, like, yeah. Like, even if you're not a football person, which, you know, I'm really, you know, not. Mm-hmm. Except, you know, tomorrow I will be a Cowboy fan. Um, Sorry, Billy. Everybody say goodbye to Melissa. She will no longer be a <laughs> part of the program. <laughs> no, I will say this. Sorry, just a side note is, unfortunately, I do think the Niners are going to take it tomorrow. Uh-huh. You know um, it. And, and as a side note, um, you yes. know, Melissa, because I know you do not watch sports, but if you did, you would know that the Cardinals are actually a better away team. So I believe they are going to beat the Rams. Oh, really? Okay. I mean, I hope so. I just, <laughs> I mean, I, like we were talking about, because uh, tonight, you know, both games, I feel like we're huge upsets tonight. No, um, not at all. No, not at all. Well, I, 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 okay. I don't, I think the Patriot game, I think everybody was expecting the Patriots to win. No, the Patriots um, are terrible. The Bills are amazing. Well, yeah, no, I was happy to see the Bills and the Bengals um, go. I'm yeah. not, I, I can't. like st- the Raiders. Yeah, I don't, I think the Raiders are overrated, but anyways, but yeah, so anyways, so, but this is one of those movies that, you know, will pull, pull out your heartstrings, and I cried a little bit, again, just because we all know I have daddy issues right now, Yes. Um, and like, a lot of these movies, like, get to me, and stuff, and yeah, but overall, this is a go, you know, feel good movie, go see it, and I would probably rate it like an a an a you know a a minus exactly yeah valid yeah all right so should we move on to the mate the new matrix movie Which yeah I'm, I'm gonna go take a nap i think you're the only one that saw it so go at it <laughs> okay the matrix resurrections was directed by lana wakowski it stars keanu reeves carrie ann moss and ya ya abdul mateen the second I hope I got that right. No disrespect. You did. <laughs> I did really. <laughs> um, yeah, I'll say you did. I'm I'm a fan of his. Yes, okay. you did. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. It was it was released to theaters in HBO Max back on December 22nd, 2021. 
The plot is as follows. Return to a world of two realities. One, every life, everyday life. The other, what lies behind it. To find out if it, if his reality is a construct. To truly know himself. Mr. Anderson will have to choose to follow the White Rabbit once more. Okay, um... Going into this, I was thinking it was going to be a huge pile. <laughs> and and while it wasn't great, it wasn't terrible. Um, I mean, it was another Matrix movie. I mean, I, I, got, I have to say it wasn't better than the first one, but I think it was better than the second and third one. So that, that would make it the second best Matrix movie. And yeah, I mean, they really just kind of... <clears throat> I guess kind of rebooted it and not to give anything away, <laughs> but, uh, it was, it was fine. I mean, it's, it was, it, 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 it was a little too long. <laughs> like, I think it was like almost like two and a half hours or something. It was, it felt long and, uh, they could have, they could have used to hire an editor, but, um, you know, Keanu Reeves was Keanu Reeves and Carrie, Ma Carrie Ann Moss was, you know, Trinity and, I guess Yahya Abdul Mateen the second he did a really good good job I think as Morpheus I enjoyed him he you know he 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 probably was the best actor out of everybody <laughs> but because I don't know Keanu Reeves isn't the best actor let's be honest but um it was it was well done I mean I I wouldn't you know say rush to the theaters to go see this I mean I watched it at home on HBO Max. Because it was convenient and I just didn't really care. <laughs> it's like it's the new Matrix movie. It got terrible reviews, so I was like, "Yeah, you know what? I'll skip it. I'll skip the theater and I'll just watch it at home. Easier, you know." And you know, I guess due to partly laziness, I guess I don't know. Um, I mean, if I had to grade the movie, um, God, I I would say it would probably be. Around a C plus, maybe because you know it, it did you know um, it did squeeze out some nostalgia from like the first movie because you'll see why if you watch this movie. But uh, yeah, for me it was it was just fine. Um, I guess now we can move on to Scream, which Travis actually just saw tonight. Real quick and... before you start, I happen to be playing around on Facebook and. Scream just dethroned Spider-Man at the box office. Oh, wow. That's not surprising. Yeah, but, uh... Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, anyways, it was, you know, Scream is, uh, one of those movies where Travis sees it, so Melissa and Billy don't have to. Exactly. <laughs> anyways, Scream was directed by Matt Bettinelli Olfen and Tyler Gillette. Gillett. Yeah, uh, it stars Nev Campbell, Courtney Cox, and David Arquette, which I believe they all three of them were in the previous Scream movies, if I'm not yes. mistaken. Okay, yes. it was released to theaters yesterday, January fifteenth, twenty twenty-two. Per IMDb, the plot is as follows: Twenty-five years after the original series of murders in Woodsboro, a new ghost-face emerges, and Sidney Prescott must return to uncover the truth. Take it away, Travis. Yeah, so this was, very surprisingly to me, this was a real delight this afternoon. I was, uh, for ever since they announced this movie, I was against the idea. Uh, because um, 
the original franchise creator and director of all four of the previous movies, Wes Craven, um, uh, who, if those of you who don't know, he's uh, not only the creator of Scream, but also of Nightmare on Elm Street, uh, Last House on the Left, a lot of the iconic horror film, Hills Have Eyes, yeah. all of that was him. Um, uh, he's since passed away. Sadly, uh, we lost him shortly after Scream 4 came out. Oh, wow. Um, okay. Yeah, so... Uh, um, uh, I think it was just within about a year or two after that, but, uh, but yeah, so, um, uh, sadly he was not involved in this one in any capacity because he'd been passed away, but, uh, mm. um, it ended up turning out to be, uh, they did have, uh, the, the screenwriter of the original Kevin Williamson. He was a producer on this, so he was tightly involved with it. Um, uh, they really, I felt really did justice to the story. Uh, they didn't disrespect any of the characters. I thought, I thought everything was handled very well. Um, it's also, you really understand, because uh, for the longest time I was wondering why they're not calling it Scream 5, uh, because the previous surviving cast does return. Uh-huh. Um, but um, uh, but you really do get the sense of, because this really, when you watch it, it really doesn't feel so much like a Scream 5. It feels very much like a like a new film, because the, the new cast, uh, the, like they do have the legacy cast members, Nev Campbell, David Arquette, Courtney Cox, but the... Uh, but they're there but the main focus is this new cast of characters who uh um contains a lot of faces that i'd seen previously uh, some of the names uh their names escape me but i know um uh dylan minette from uh, 13 reasons why he's in it uh okay. he's one of the kids uh um uh, mikey madison from once upon a time in hollywood uh she was one of the Man- she was uh, the manson girl in once upon a time in hollywood that gets torched at the end uh, oh she's, okay she's she's in it that's um, awesome. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> She's in it. Uh, 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 freaking um, one of the other kids. Uh, uh, the actress's name, I, I, um, her name is escaping me, but uh, she, she's from uh, Cobra Kai. She plays uh, Tori on Cobra Kai. Oh, she's so uh, good in Cobra. Yeah, Kai. and she, yeah, she, she's actually the lead of this movie, more oh, okay. or less. And yeah, yeah, and uh, uh, she's excellent. Oh, and uh, uh, Jenna Ortega from You. Uh, she's also going to be. Uh, 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 Wednesday Adams in the new Adams Family show. Oh, sweet. Okay. Yeah, so she, she's in it as well. Um, but uh, everyone in it is great. The young cast and the old, you know, getting to see them again was great. Uh, David Arquette actually, I felt David Arquette really. Her, her name is Peyton List. Peyton List. Yes. Oh, okay. That's it. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Peyton List. For, please <laughs> forgive me. Um, but uh, yeah, she, was, she was incredible. Every, everyone in it was honestly incredible. Um, it's a lot of good scares, uh, not just your typical jump scare. Um, and it really wasn't so much, um, uh, wasn't as gory as some of the previous installments. It was, uh, you know, it was pretty tasteful. It wasn't just, I mean, like, yeah, yeah, there's some blood, but it's not like some of the previous ones really laid it on thick. This one didn't really do that so much. Right. Um, uh, but yeah, this um, uh, really good scares uh, has the the same theme song. Red right hand comes in. Uh, you know all all the stuff that you love about the original films, uh, um, but also bringing like new fresh breath into the franchise. And I actually liked it a lot more than the last installment, uh, Part Four. So it's oh, uh, nice. I felt, I, personally, I felt this was probably the best one to come out since Part Two. Wow. So okay. <laughs> Yeah, so it's high um, praise. <laughs> yeah, really, really high praise for this one. I re- I really wasn't expecting to have that reaction to it, but uh, if you're a horror fan, you'll really like it. Even if you're not a horror fan, I think you'll still dig the kind of because uh, these movies are more of a, um, I mean they are horror, but they're really more of like a kind of a social commentary, like in commentary on Hollywood. Like uh, right. the, this, this one, um, without giving anything away, this one really kind of takes a look at uh, toxic fandom. 
Oh, okay. uh, in a sense, like they kind of explore that a little bit, and it's uh, it's uh, sort of like uh, like how you were saying with the new Matrix movie, it's very self aware, you know. Yes. So, um, which all the previous movies kind of were, but I feel like this one kind of steps it up a bit and is okay. very self aware. Right. Uh, but, but yeah, but it was uh, it was really enjoyable. I'd give it uh, like solid A minus. Like I, I I really enjoyed it. I'll Sweet. probably I, I don't I don't know if I'll venture to the theater to see it again because of just COVID scare. But when right. it hits Paramount Plus, I'm gonna be right there. <laughs> Over and over and over. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll probably watch it. Very yeah. um, unless you're a fan that has been on Plus Changes Password. Exactly. So, yeah. <laughs> just one question, Travis. Would you call it a reboot? Or, because I'm, I'm still kind of confused about that. Yeah, um, sort of. Well, actually, I'll tell you what I will call it because they also use this term in the movie. Uh, I would call it a requel. So, sort of a, a reboot and a sequel. Because <laughs> it. okay. it's sort of, uh, it's sort of um, like the new characters carry more carry it more so than the legacy characters. But there is a point where the legacy characters kind of one by one start to come back, and then that's when. Uh, honestly, though, I feel like you you could watch this movie without having seen the previous but right. it does make it like a lot more fulfilling had you seen the previous you ones know, but you don't necessarily have to yeah i i think i've only seen the first two i think i stopped oh, okay. after that <laughs> yeah i think yeah. i did too yeah, yeah it's uh, well th those I, saw the one, I saw the one with very much Oh, okay. Yeah, that's the first one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, the, honestly, I th I feel like those two are the best. Three is, three is really funny, but it's it's ridiculous. Like three is the one where they just don't care, and it's just ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> but but three takes place in L.A., so that's why I kind of like it. You know. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but um, but yeah, it's uh, the, it's really good. Um, uh, the franchise I would definitely recommend, but uh, but I mean this movie I felt really really a nice return to form. I don't know if they're gonna come back and do another one after this i do feel like i feel like this is a good one to go out on personally because i mean even though i did it, but, <laughs> sorry Jarvis, what no, it's okay it's okay <laughs> Uh, I was just going to say, even though I did enjoy it, it there were some moments where it kind of felt like they're beating a dead horse a bit, you know? So it's oh, like, okay. I, I, I do hope that they kind of go out on this one. But I mean, depending on how much money it makes, we may see another one in the future. So, well, if it, if it beat out Spider Man in the box office this week, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I mean, well, to be honest, I kind of saw that come and said just because Spider-Man has already been out for a minute now. That's true. Um, it hasn't had much yeah. competition for a while. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. It's just it's just been sweeping the holidays because there hasn't really been much up against it. But uh, but I mean, I feel like you know if anything was going to be thrown at it, it was going to be this like a month after the fact. Yeah, Figured, yeah, I agree. Yeah. Yeah. So should we wrap it up, guys? What do you think? Yeah, it's because Moses getting tired. Okay. Well, that will wrap up this episode of the Movie Creator and Friends podcast. Please keep an eye out for the next episode where we where we will be covering some of the newest movies that uh, helped kick off 2022. We're not sure exactly what's coming out yet, but we'll we'll cover it if we can. Uh, please find me on Instagram and Twitter at the Movie Creator. Please visit my website, www.themoviegrader.com. On iTunes, please review and subscribe to the podcast if you haven't done so already. Also, please tell your friends about the podcast. I thank you guys so much for the support, all you six listeners. <laughs> the Movie Grader and Friends podcast is available on all major podcast platforms, such as Apple Podcasts, Anchor, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, and basically anywhere you get your, get your podcasts from. This has been the Movie Gator and Friends Podcast. Thank you for tuning in and have a happy new year.